The following program is a presentation of Jazz Sports. is the high-paced American football podcast in which the time is in short supply, but the opinions certainly are not. I'm Matt. That's Jez. How are you doing? We're live again, Jez. Uh, second week in a row, live, episode 109. Coming up to our 100th episode together. I think we're one or two short because of illnesses in, oh, yeah, in, in yeah, previous yeah, seasons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I was thinking, is it was episode nine that you joined me on, I think. It was, it was, so, yes, yeah. it was. So it should be 100, but you're right, it isn't, because uh, there were a few that I was ill and I found stand-ins for me. And there was one that only one that you missed, actually, I think. It was. I think you've only um, missed I... one in that time. Yeah, I, I think I have. Even with the even with the vo- voiceless episode of of me holding up uh, my my picks on on paper. Yeah. So um yeah of, of of the teams. So yeah, my my voiceless episode is a is a is a proper um archive episode uh, <laughs> that people can watch back on uh, on your YouTube channel. Um, but yeah, we're into the present day. Like I said, episode one oh nine. Uh, with XFL closing week of the regular season, USFL week two, it's been a it's been a crazy week of football and and, and football happenings. With uh, some uh, NFL news, people might have seen that with Jalen Hurts signing that that massive massive contract with the Eagles, um, and and yeah, just Aaron yeah, Rodgers and doing yeah, Aaron but- Rodgers things. Well, yeah, we're not going to discuss any of that today. We're just going to stick to Spring League stuff today. But uh, there's yes. also the the news that broke today that will be uh, discussed at great length, uh, where a chunk of Detroit Lions players have been suspended for a year for gambling <laughs> on the NFL. They've been Calvin Ridley, yeah. as it were. Yeah. So uh, we, we have, will get to have, that. Yeah. But uh, yeah, right now we are Spring Leaguing. Next week uh, we will be NFL drafting and Spring Leaguing. Uh, so that's, yes, that's exciting yeah. stuff, uh, but we'll get into our uh, our spring league stuff, shall we? Let's let's get started on this episode. We we will, and, and Jez, it's your turn to recap our spring league predictions from last week. Let the folks know how we did in our predictions, if we were successful or maybe not so successful with that golden acorn. Mm. Well, it's not gold; it's silver. Same as the, wow, right, the Lombardi, yeah. and and I'm, I like that I'm displaying this like I've won it. Well, I haven't yet. It's you know, <laughs> it's the inaugural Spring League Championship. But it uh, is, this, it is, it is. This is this is indeed the prize, the uh, it is. golden it, it, acorn. It, it, it could it could be coming to Wales soon. Mm. <laughs> I'm not sure how I feel about sending an acorn to Wales. I think it's a bit too wet for acorns. It probably yeah, won't, yeah. won't grow very well. Anyway. Score coming into this week before uh, XFL Week 9, USFL Week 1, was uh, Jez, that's me, 31, Matt, that's you, 
34, so you were ahead by 3. Uh, wasn't the greatest week of uh, game predictions for us. Um, we tied at 3, so 3 games right each. Uh, different games, actually, interestingly, on the most part. Um, we did a lot better in the USFL than we did in the XFL. We mm. thought we'd have known it after 9 weeks, but... Uh, <laughs> No. Uh, Maybe not. And then we had uh, you bet add in as well. The first question came from all of the games last weekend, both in the USFL and in the XFL. Which league would score the most points in their respective weeks? We both said the XFL would. The USFL scored 166 points between them in total. The XFL scored 191 points in total. So we were right on that point, and we each pick up a point there. The second you bet was from the Sea Dragons Battlehawks game. The question was, which team will put up more yards, have the most total yards? We both said that the Seattle Sea Dragons would. They scored 371 total yards. The St. Louis Battlehawks scored 228 total yards. I say scored, like you, you don't score with yards, but... You know what I mean. Uh, yes. But that's another point each there. So it brings uh, our week to a close at five apiece, tied up. And we add that to the existing score. You're still ahead by three. It's me, 36. You, 39. Hmm. It's um, it's still close, and, and we've, we've still got a lot of uh, spring There's spring a long way action. to go. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, but, and, you know, having a little uh, preview at the uh, at the predictions we've made in the notes, we differ a, a, a fair amount in, in these games today, so it could yes. it could change on a dime. It could really yeah, change ab- very, ab- very quickly. Absolutely, it could. Absolutely, it could. Yeah, um, yeah looking forward to, to wrapping up the XFL properly um which which mm. which would be nice um i mean i'm not getting... looking forward to it because i've really i've really enjoyed the xfl yeah. and yeah. i was absolutely in my element last week having both the xfl and the usfl on at the same time like properly double tving it and uh yeah. having a great time on <laughs> on both saturday and sunday with, with with double stuff so yeah that was cool yeah but uh let's kick off this week with uh our xfl slate of games the final week of the regular season for them first up this saturday at uh 5 p.m uk time uh noon eastern on espn in the states on espn player here in the united kingdom check your local listings for other places it's probably the espn player though to be honest orlando guardians at one and eight take on the st louis battlehawks at six and three two minutes up for the first time today who wins matt well, I mean, it, it it should be cut and dry, right? Um, with with the records going into this one, but for the Guardians, a season well and truly over. And hey, what a place to go to end what has been an up and down season, mostly down, almost there, but actually nowhere near season. Uh, for Orlando and Battlehawks on the flip side of the coin will probably have a full house again, uh, to sign off a successful year. Um, then it's probably on the road to a tough semi-final playoff gig at Audi Field next week versus DC. Uh, regardless of what happens there, they, the Battlehawks, have been that true beacon of the XFL fan bases. 
I'm going to go Battlehawks win this one. See, I'm not sure there's going to be that record-setting crowd this week because St. Louis were utterly embarrassed at home last week and uh, most of that league-leading crowd checked out and went home during the third (laughs) quarter. So will they want to come back? Had they bought their tickets in advance or uh, did they go, oh, actually, that was embarrassing. We won't. We won't do that again this week. And this week, it's all on the line for them uh, in the playoff picture. Win, and they're in. Well, Orlando have been playing better and better each week. They'd be uh, a formidable team if it wasn't for the silly mistakes made uh, by them on the field and by some really poor coaching decisions and some even poorer uses of coaches' challenges. I don't think that uh, there's been a decent coaches' challenge from that team all year. Um, so, yeah, they're 1-8, and eight, but I think they're going to have a little bit of fun at St. Louis's expense and potentially keep them out of the playoffs. I'm going for a Week 10 Guardians win. You heard oof. it here first. Big, big, big oof. Yeah, you, you are right before we move on. It, it, it is a win and you're in because of Seattle Sea Dragons, who we'll get to a little bit later. Um, both tied on that six and three record. Uh, just looking at the permutations, so to speak, of of how it happens, um, it gets a little tricky if they both win. So if St. Louis and Seattle win, it goes on this weird point it goes system. Goes down to time breakers po- and tiebreakers. Weird, and stuff. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's crazy rules, but hey, we'll we'll see. The if if both teams do win, the likely the likeliest of the teams is actually uh, Seattle on the on the on the tiebreakers so uh, good yeah could could be a tough tough gig um for for the battlehawks but yeah we've we've differed anyway which is uh, which is good um we 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 get going with the um with the next one up uh it's saturday again it's uh, eight PM UK time, so hey, it's it's decent time on a on a Saturday evening, three PM Eastern on ABC. It's the DC Defenders with the best record in the XFL 3.0 at eight and one. Uh, they travel down to your beloved, now beloved San Antonio Brahmas at three and six. <laughs> Let's put two minutes upon this one. Three and six. Dear God. Um, Inexplicably, all is not lost for my San Antonio Brahmas. Even sitting at three and six, they can still make the playoffs with a win this week. God knows how. Um, They have DC to thank for that, actually, because uh, they needed them to defeat the Renegades last week to keep hope alive. And it was was a close-run thing, I'll be honest. There were moments that I uh, I was a little bit nervous, but I was there... You know, rooting with my fake shield up for for DC to do the business, and now this week, well, that's a different story. DC are in; they have home field advantage. Hopefully, they will rest some players and give backups a chance. But um, I, I don't think that's in in DC's nature, unfortunately. So for this one, I'm going with two predictions here: one, DC win; two. Jazz cries. Hey, you, you you should be used to records like three and six, mind you. I should be too with 
supporting the Patriots. Anyway, uh, DC uh, won't be in the mood to take their foot off the gas in this one. I feel uh, they have one thing on that on their minds, and that is becoming the champs. Couldn't really ask for an easier game, I guess. Um, uh, just to sign off what has been a successful regular season, uh, Brahmas will again look to 2024. We've, we've said it a couple of weeks in a row. And possibly new staff, coaching staff and players. Um, a few names floating around is, uh, well, one Cameron Newton, uh, formerly of uh, of the Panthers and the Patriots, that, that thinks he's better than 32 starting quarterbacks in the NFL. Anyway, he's wanting back into football. So, hey, why not San Antonio in 2024, right? Uh, DC win. It'll be interesting to see, actually, some of the names uh, quarterback-wise that aren't drafted mm-hmm. in this year's quarterback class of the draft yeah. and what yeah. they choose to do, uh, whether they, they do get picked up in free agency and, and stashed as, as third quarterbacks or whether they uh, they try their luck at some some spring league stuff next year like mm. names like Stetson Bennett who people are not giving yeah. the time of day to for crazy reasons I think that guy's money waiting to happen but yes hey if if you want to ignore him he can go win a championship <laughs> in uh, in the XFL next year I reckon he, but, he certainly could he certainly yeah. could yeah next up then uh, we move to Sunday it is the Houston Roughnecks at the Arlington Renegades uh, Houston Roughnecks have already uh, won their division and have home field advantage. They have a record of six and three. The Arlington Re- Renegades look to get there with their four and five record. It's 8 p.m. UK time, 3 p.m. Eastern. That is on ESPN stateside. Two minutes up. Yeah, it, it's it's another kind of nice time game, even on a, on a Sunday evening. Um, and I guess maybe the closest all, all games in the XFL this weekend with these two, they will battle it out, I'm sure, and the Renegades will be looking to get that win to see them home and dry for next weekend. Um, Houston have been rough, all right, this season, and they need to be so to see off the Renegades, who, like I said, will want to fight this one out. Tough to call the winner, um, and it, it really could come down to who literally scores first and last uh, and maybe which defensive line is is the tighter and, and less leaky um, I'm going to go with Arlington Renegades to win this one Yeah, I'm going to go with the Renegades as well, this is a very important game for them, win and you're in, uh, lose and it, it all comes down to that, that Brahma's defenders game and uh, you, you don't really want to leave your playoff fate in other people's hands, uh, especially when you're coming into this with a 4-5 and five record. I think you at least want to be 500 going into the playoffs, otherwise it's a bit of a embarrassment, frankly. And yeah. What are you doing there? Um, I will change my mind completely if the Brahmas get there with a 4-5 and five record, because <laughs> um, I'm a hypocrite. Uh, <laughs> while not in the character of the defenders to take their feet off the gas... Will the Roughnecks is the question. Uh, they're in the same position, home field advantage, clinch playoffs. Um, you could argue that the Roughnecks have had their foot off the gas for weeks, given how, how they've played. So mm-hmm. I do think the Renegades are going to put forward an impassioned case for the playoffs. 
and pick up the win. So, yeah, as I said, I think the Renegades take this one. They've got more fight in them. Yeah, and, and it, it, it is great because the, the pressure comes immediately because the Brahma's DC game is the night before. Yeah, so, th so they will yeah. know whether they need to win or not, basically. So that could yeah. completely throw our predictions out the window because Arlington may not care either and it could just be standing around for, for three hours and waiting for the <laughs> clock to expire. <laughs> no, could, nobody hurt could. each other. We've we've both got playoffs to think of. Let's just let's just take a bunch of knees. That that would be disappointing. <laughs> it it would be it would be. Um, however, we we do wrap everything up for the regular season uh, of of this version of of the XFL, which we've said has been excellent football and excellent entertainment for fans, both stateside over here in the UK and worldwide. I'm sure um, it's the 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 late night one for us. It's midnight UK, seven pm Eastern on ESPN two. It's the two and seven Vegas Vipers. Uh, yes, they are the league's worst performing side this time round, and they travel to a very, very dangerous, needing to win Seattle Sea Dragons at six and three. Uh, two minutes upon this one, Jez. Before I do, I'm just going to correct you. They don't have the worst record. That belongs to the uh, the uh, Orlando team. Uh, That's and, right. Yes, my their apologies. only win, Matt, is against DC. Mm, yeah, we love to see it. Right yeah. here is the two minutes uh, for the second worst team in the league, the Vegas Vipers. And yeah, okay, I've been picking them a lot in the last few weeks, but I'm going to stop now. It's not happening this week. Uh, Rod Woodson, head coach of the Vipers, was asked why he thought his team were good despite the fact they kept losing. Uh, that was the question on the sideline for him before last week's game, which is super harsh. It's a super harsh question to ask of a first-time head coach on national television. But where's the lie? You know, I've believed in them for the last yeah. few weeks, and they just couldn't get the job done. They just have not been able to do it. And it's a shame, but that's where we are. Uh, so I don't believe in them this week. I almost feel like the Sea Dragons are owed the playoff spot they're arguably the second best team in the league yeah. um, and it's crazy that they don't have a place locked up yet winning in and when they din that doesn't work they do i'm going to see dragons yeah it is very much uh winning in um and i i, I can't fault the the sea dragons at all and i i picked seattle to to win this one as well um like you said home and dry looking to improve to seven and three and yes you are right over the second worst team check your notes uh, mental note matthew uh in the xfl this season the vipers will have to try again in 2024 just like the orlando guardians um you need six wins uh, roughly to make the playoffs uh, that's the standard this season six to seven wins and you're guaranteed that spot uh will the new staff and players prove to be the answer for vegas we'll see um sea dragons will look to get on the roll looking to go into next weekend on the back of a win however we know the vipers can strike and upset teams 
Yes, indeed. I've I've been looking at that Vipers uh, graphic for the last, you know, ten weeks, and it's just suddenly <laughs> dawned on me that I think black would be a better background for them. So I've uh, I've gone hey. ahead and, uh, <laughs> and I've, I've I've changed it black. Uh, let me just uh, there you go. Looks much better with the Excellent. black background behind it. So, so there you go. Anyway, Life on air. Live on air, because you know I don't do things between the shows. That would be professional and stuff, wouldn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Right, moving on to the USFL. So if there are any colours I'm not happy with here, I've got plenty of time to sort it, being as we're in, in week two. Uh, this week's action kicks off on Saturday at 5.30pm UK time. That's 12.30pm Eastern. Nice lunchtime game for you in the US. Um it's the Houston Gamblers at the New Orleans Breakers. Now, why can't I find these pictures? There we go. Houston Gamblers, New Orleans Breakers, professional as always, two minutes up. Uh, still like that Gamblers logo. It's amazing. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll admit, all right, that the USFL didn't light any fires for me last week. But however, five thirty PM tea time game uh, here <laughs> isn't going to help either. Um, with especially with these two playing out, um, I wasn't impressed uh, by either uh, of these. But it may come down to the defense, and which apparently the gamblers, gamblers rather, forgot against Michigan. Um, I'm still all in on, on taking a gamble. Time to go to the Wheel of Fortune, right? Um, Houston win. I picked them last week too. Yeah, Houston. They've got to win sometime, you'd assume. Yeah. So, you know, keep at it. Um, I, I never actually got around to finishing the, the Breakers-Maulers game last week. I recorded it to, to watch the next day. I watched the first half and then life got in the way. But I don't think I missed a huge amount, frankly. I've, I've looked at the stats... It was a slow start for both teams, uh, and I think really that could spell doom for the Breakers this week. Um, that said, you know, former CFL QB McLeod Bethel-Thompson for them put up 302 yards, but he also looked lost at times. He struggled to really adjust to the American style of football. Uh, Canadian football is actually quite different, as it turns out. Uh, the Gamblers didn't fare much better either, though. Uh, Josh Love and the Michigan Panthers cut them up through the air, and they added another 90 yards on the ground. So on both sides, I don't really feel good about this game. It's not going to be a barn burner, um, but I'm going to go with um, the Breakers. Why not? Yeah. Hey, I realise what that logo is. It's a wave, isn't it? Yes, yeah. That's why it's called a breaker. A breaker, yeah. It's a wave thing. It's a surfing thing. Um, yeah. You know, New Orleans, um, well known for, for its surfing, isn't it? Amazing. Uh, yeah. Mm, yeah. Absolutely. I, I do find it quite problematic that they that they have um, a wave as their logo in New Orleans, given you know Katrina and the fact that yeah. most of the state was underwater. But hey, you do you, New Orleans, whatever makes you happy 
I, I, I thought you were going to go into a music question, Katrina and the waves. But yeah, you are right. Uh, we 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 go we we digress slightly. Um, however, yes, we we're still on American football, folks, and it is the USFL. Uh, however, uh, midnight UK, uh, it's seven PM Eastern. It's the showboats traveling to Birmingham, defending champions, to play the Stallions. Let's put two minutes up on this one. Yes, yes. Well, uh, the Stallions were hoping to be walking on sunshine, Matt, but unfortunately, once again, the injury bug seems to be striking, uh, with Jamar Chase starting to ease into the offense early in the game last week. He went down with an injury, and Alex Magoo came in in his place. It's almost a direct reversal of what happened in, in the same game last year, just with the quarterbacks switched around. Mm. Um Magoo's a character. I quite like him. He's a lot of fun to watch. Uh, I, I feel like he can, can do some good things for Birmingham, especially if he gets the full season this year instead of Chase. They've also brought in uh, Kyle Sloter to be the backup. Uh, I, I don't see him seeing any action unless we have more injuries, but it's nice to have options. The, the showboats just seem to be lacking in character and entertainment mm. value i think they're still struggling to overcome the stigma of formerly being the tampa bay bandits and how terrible they were last year uh easy one for me i'm going stallions yeah it, it is easy and, and the stallions are my choice too defending champions as we as we've said um kyle slaughter yes he does come into birmingham but what does he really add to that team? Um, I don't think they really needed him. Uh, he, he didn't make it in the NFL. I mean, he was playing XFL until a couple of weeks ago, right? He he did really well last year. He was with the, the Breakers last year and, and did really yes. well with them. But yeah, he, he spent this season so far in the XFL and uh, yeah. no, didn't do very well. Yeah, um, so maybe it just just stopped trying. I don't know. Uh, he's only twenty nine though. Um, showboats aren't showy at all. Uh, they lack the show and the boat. So boo hiss. Um, go and buy one because you'd suck without them. Uh, stallions win. Which which would you prefer they buy the show or the boat? The show, because well, you know, It'd be more entertaining for us, wouldn't it? Absolutely, yeah. We don't need boats in American football. There's enough crazy stuff in the USFL. I do like that uh, there are a lot of the original USFL teams in this now. Mm. I feel like that's quite good. Uh, anyway, moving forwards, our next game commences on Sunday at 6pm UK time, which is 1pm uh, Eastern. It's the time slot we're used to on a Sunday with the, the NFL. Uh, and it is the Generals at the Maulers. Two minutes up. Um, the colour schemes match quite nicely on this one, if I do say so myself. They do. Look at that. They do, they do. E excellent colour scheming. Um, will this light the fire under the proverbial interest or, yeah, whatever, in the USFL? Um, I'm, I'm not sure, but it could be a good game. I'm... I'm slowly slowly getting into the usfl um but yeah if both offensive lines start well and get scores early on this this could be an absolute beast of a game um 
I really just want to see teams take risks and and take the fans along for the ride. Generals and Maulers could um could just be that at um Sunday tea time. I was going to say yeah, it is Sunday tea time. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'll be watching the soccer instead with my eye on this one. Uh, Maulers upset. You need two TVs, Matt. That's the the future. Then you could watch both at the same time. <laughs> Absolutely. Because there's only one one real football game on at six pm, so you could have the football on one and the soccer on the other. But you know, absolutely, it's something to talk to your <laughs> wife about. Anyway, in a move that literally no one expected, uh, the New Jersey Generals went with Dakota Prukop as their starting quarterback last week. Um, I don't know if they think that he is the better guy or whether they tried to swerve the Stallions um, because they'd prepared for DeAndre Johnson. Either way, it didn't work. Um, Prukop looked okay, and he has a pretty interesting story of being Justin Herbert's college backup, but that should tell you all you need to know, really. If he was decent, he'd have gone elsewhere in college to, to find a start like people like him. Time out. I'm not done talking. Actually, timer. You can do one. Um, to go and find a start like people like Jalen Hurts and Justin mm. Fields did. So uh, he didn't do that. And I've never heard of him before, frankly. Uh, <laughs> the Maulers, however, were just bad. Flat out bad. Um, and it's a shame. I was leaning towards the Maulers as, as my, my team. I don't know why. They just, they just looked good. They had a bit of a a soft spot in my heart, but hey, if you're going to be like that, I, I'm already supporting one terrible spring league team. I can't make it two. <laughs> They're the leading candidate for the league's worst team, and with only 81 passing yards between the two quarterbacks last week, that is big trouble. I'm going with the Generals. Yeah, yeah. I, I probably should have chosen the Generals seeing those stats, but hey... Mm. I like didn't, so unlucky. <laughs> yeah, unlucky for one of us. Um, however, uh, we we move on to the last game of week two in the USFL. Mm. I was just thinking, it's 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 not going to be that long, and we're just going to be talking USFL um, like we did XFL for eight weeks. Um, yes, it's the Panthers traveling down to the Stars. Now, I watched the Stars last week. I actually watched that first game. Um, I'm not watching this one because it's midnight UK, 7pm Eastern. Um, it's probably on Sky Sports because Sky Sports have done a great job of doing the USFL apart from, you know, actually, yes, they've done a really good job because there's no uh, Neil in the studio with just That much is true. Going yeah, on. I'll give you that one. Yeah. Yeah, let's 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 put two minutes. Uh, Panthers at Stars. Mm, yes, yeah. Don't get me started though on on Sky Sports' weird coverage. <laughs> They've muted bits and covered bits. I, I don't get it. Anyway, just just play the game, Sky. Stop messing around. Yeah. On to this game. The Stars might be the team to beat this season. Uh, certainly, when you look at quarterback play, uh, that's true. Case Cookers had a decent game last week, 212 yards and three touchdowns. They didn't really get the running game going, but they didn't have to. It wasn't necessary. Uh, we'll, we'll see how that goes against a more formidable opponent. Um, 
if the pass is shut down and you don't have a running game to rely on, then we could see a very different story from them. But the Panthers made light work of the Gamblers. Uh, I, I think that they could pull the upset. Yeah, you know what? I think the Panthers are going to pull the upset on the league's runner-up last year. So I'm going to go Panthers, underdogs rule, under cats. <laughs> under cats, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a cuckus ruckus, wasn't it? Um, it definitely was the order of the day last week. And like I said, yes, I did watch the stars. Um, but they're going to play, as you said, um probably a dangerous Panthers team from Michigan. Um, surely both teams would bring out all the big guns to get the fans excited. Hey, maybe this one will help me pick a team, but you can't look past the second best team from last year. Philly, Philly. Um, but I can't pick a team from there just out of principle and just downright respect for real football. Um, yeah. Uh, still Philly win here. Uh, I think it's going to be a, a great game to sign off week two. Where the Stars and the Panthers end up come the end of the regular season, time will tell. But I'm pretty sure both are going to be up there. I've gone Stars. Mm. With all your uh, your Philly talk, it's got me thinking about... Um, uh, what, I've forgotten his name already. The The co-owner of Wrexham that isn't Ryan Reynolds, the dude from It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh, yes. I do know his name, but I've forgotten. McKellen. Rob McKellen. Yeah, that guy. It seems like the stars' colour scheme is pretty wrexham right? Like, they go with the red yeah. and they've got a yeah. they got a flash of yellow in there. It might be white that looks kind of yellow. Yeah. I don't know, but uh, yeah. if they ever open well. up ownership of certain teams, you know, McElhenney's a, a Philly guy. Maybe he'll pick up the stars and turn them completely maybe. into Wrexham colours, and, <laughs> and maybe they'll go and play at the race course in Wrexham uh, as the on an international USFL series game. Hey. Uh, yeah, you. you Wow, why not, I don't think you'd know? fit it on that that field in Wrexham, to be honest. I'd love to see the reaction. I don't know if you've seen like Welcome to Wrexham and all, all of that documentary and stuff. I'd love to see the reaction of the the punters in that pub right next to the stadium <laughs> when they, br- they bring in an this? American football team in there. The interviews Amazing. would be hilarious. I hope they I hope they do it. I hope they threaten it and don't actually do it. Yeah. But they threaten it just to get all those interviews. That would be classic. Oh, I'd amazing! Yes, yeah. What yeah, what yeah. what a series and um, what, what a team and, and what a team with the uh, what the De- Deadpool and, and and his mate have done to to Rex and made mm. made Rex and famous it for the right reasons and not the wrong reasons anymore. Yeah, even I've enjoyed that documentary, and I hate soccer with a passion. So there you go, good on them. <laughs> Jess is a Wrexham fan. <laughs> hey, if I was going to support a team, it would probably be Wrexham right now because absolutely, you know, at least they've got a decent documentary. Anyway, we digress massively, uh, and and why not? We do what we want. Yeah. Now it's time for you back. I'm going to press the button. Indeed, you bet. 
is the segment in which we present each other with kind of a betting odds type thing, a binary choice, often yes or no, but it could be a choice between two players, two teams, two options in general, uh, and it adds to our predictions to just beef up our points a little bit, uh, as it did last week when we uh, we both swept clean the U-bet points. My bet this we week comes from two quarterbacks in the USFL. The question is, who passes for more yards? The Breakers, McLeod Bethel-Thompson, or the Stars, Case Cookus? The Ruckus, Case Cookus, as you coined him. The Ruckus, yeah. Um, I think I think Case Cookus is, is coming into his stride again. Um, yeah, I like a Ruckus and a Case Cookus. Fair enough. I mean, I, I like what he's doing. I think he is more more attuned to winning the game in whatever method is possible. So he might not necessarily be too concerned with putting up a bunch of yards, whereas I think that is literally all Bethel Thompson has, is putting up yards uh, and not necessarily making a difference in terms of winning or losing as a result. So for who gets the most yards, I'm going to go with mbt as i've now called him because i ain't typing out mcclod bethel thompson again that's long <laughs> yeah yeah coin that uh coin that pseudonym for mbt <laughs> mbt absolutely yeah i'm sure i'm sure the fans of of his can can get behind uh that one <laughs> sounds like a sandwich um, my, like it does, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like mayo, bacon, tomato, which just hey, sounds awful. That's much better than a BLT. I'll take an MBT any day <laughs> over a BLT. Absolutely, yeah, um, yeah. We'll, we'll we'll stop talking sandwiches because I'm hungry now. Mm. Um, anyway, my my bet comes from the uh, DC at Brahma's game. The the only one time they played each other. Um, yes. Uh, my is question it? is: Will DC? It is, yeah. They've only played each other once mm. uh, because that's how it works between the North and South. Um, I found that out today, interestingly enough. Um, the ones in the North play each other twice, but you only play the South teams once. Same in reverse. I suppose that makes South sense, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, it's, it's it's a bit like bonkers baffer. Um, but I've had, I'll get to British American football another day. Uh, yes, anyway, my question is, will DC or the Brahmas rush, just purely rush, for more touchdowns? Will it be DC in their running game, or will it be the Brahmas in their running game? Mm, so this is an interesting question, because I think DC could do better based on quarterback rushing. You know, they've they've got their their gadget guy that they bring in, I can't remember his name, um, but Jordan Tamu and Derek King. There you go, Derek, Derek King. King. He's, he's the other guy uh, that comes in and, and scores the touchdowns rushing. So I would believe in him to do that over the Brahmas. Uh, I'm going to go DC as the answer to that. Yeah, can I coin him Inspector Gadget now? Uh, I'm going to go DC too. What a shock. Because I'd love... The defenders. I didn't know if you could. Oh, uh, oh, really? Um, oh, oh. <laughs> this is brand new information. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, like I said, I think um, the the XFL has has, has um, surprised me somewhat this this year because it has been so entertaining. It's been um, great. Yeah. yeah, it's been it's been 
probably the best spring league is, is, is those that have listened the last couple of weeks. So I tried to get back into the IFL, um, but yeah, that, that fell short. Um, you've showed me a clip of a different arena football league where they got yeah. funky posts. Yeah, well, you say funky, but that's what arena football used to be. When I started watching arena football with like Chicago Rush and um, and many more, um, Salt Lake Storm, Sun San Jose Storm, mm. San Jose Storm. Um, when when arena football was big in the the late two thousands, uh, early two thousand tens, that's how that worked. And I I tuned in and it was like a massive nostalgia hit because that's what arena football should be. You, yeah. You've got the big net behind uh, the the goal basically so that when the ball is kicked on the kickoff it bounces off and remains in play and you've got actual barriers on the side and they're legal they're part of the field so you can tackle someone into the barrier uh and and that counts as down but if you if you want you can kind of like bounce into the barrier untouched and leapfrog off it and you're still in bounds so yeah i'm (laughs) I'm getting behind that one (laughs) I'm, i'm not about the uh the IFL at all, uh, although they they did reach a deal this week. I don't know if you saw the news that the the championship game is going to be broadcast on CBS, so that'll be some some good exposure for yeah. them. But yeah, uh, I think the other one's called the the National Indoor League. I think it's N I L or it might yeah. be N A L National Arena League. I it's one of those. Uh, it's all, it seems to be free on YouTube as well, and I only discovered it yeah. last week. And uh, yeah. I'll give that more of a yeah. go, especially when the XFL's finished, and yeah, um, I yeah. would like to supplement it, it. it. It also draws quite big crowds, doesn't it? I mean, you you showed me that clip, and, and yeah, the, the the crowds in that one you showed me a, a twice, if not three times, as big as as the IFL ones. I know uh, Frisco type uh, fighters. Um, tend to bring the the big crowds, but nothing as big as as the uh, the other arena league which yeah you said nostalgia so people are still believing in in the good old days of arena football still so hey it's all good it's all football absolutely yes yeah so uh well i'll post some some links to it on on the jazz sports social media pages and uh when they're on you can check them out as i said it's all free on youtube what have you got to lose uh absolutely and that's our show thank you very much for for joining us uh next week uh, we have the the NFL draft. Uh, we need to get get our mock draft in for round one, uh, and obviously we'll be back with the XFL playoffs and week three in the USFL. Uh, so a lot to get through next week. It's going to be a busy week before uh, the NFL draft and all of that excitement. Thanks to everyone that has uh, tuned in today. Be that live here with us on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitch, or if you're listening later on one of the many podcast platforms we're on, watching later, wherever you've watched, you are appreciated. Thank you very much for coming and joining us. We'll see you next week. Until then, I'm Jez. That's Matt. Goodbye from me. Say goodbye, Matt. Goodbye, Matt. My button's broken. I keep saluting, it's right. We go like this, we go like this. <laughs> it's live, it's yeah, live, folks, it's, it's fine. It's broken. I'm just going to try and do it manually, it's not going to be very good. Bye.